Natalie, how the heck are you? It has been a long time since we talked. A very long time. I'm good. <laughs> how are you? We're doing awesome. We are, uh, me and my my wife, Mariah, we are out here in Hollywood. And uh, it's a little crazy with the coronavirus and with the protests and stuff. But, you know, uh, I'll say it's it's nuts, but like the news makes it look way worse than what it is. Yeah. And you guys are in New Jersey, right? I'm in New Jersey. Yep. I'm on the East Coast. Cool. And yeah, same, same scenario. But I, we got hit hard here, New York, yeah. New Jersey area. So yeah, yeah. we're still kind of, you know, we're kind of, we're getting out of it slowly, but we're, we're still in it. Yeah. But <laughs> you and your other places are like, you know, living the yeah, free it's... life. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not here. <laughs> yeah. No, that's nuts. But you and your family have been, been safe though. Yes. That's yes. good. I'm we so glad you well. Dude. So we go way back. Like I've known yeah. you since high school. Maybe even yeah. a little, yeah. I actually, yeah, just before that, because I, yeah, well, I moved to Lebanon when I was sixteen, so yeah, yeah, I guess that's about right. Yeah, and uh, as long as I can remember, like you have loved to cook. I mean, you went, you went to culinary school in high school, right, over in Paris. Yeah, I went right when I graduated high school. When I was eighteen, I went to Paris. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. I, I went to Le Cordon Bleu. Um, Le, I've Cordon always, Bleu. Le Cordon Bleu. Le Cordon Bleu. Bleu. So <laughs> you gotta get the awesome. French, the French, uh, you know, back of the throat there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I've always loved it, so I knew that was what I wanted to do from a very young age. Yeah. So um, you had some training in Paris, and then have you done other culinary schools, or did you kind of take what you learned in Paris and then just you know kind of build on that up up into this point? So I I did a one year program in Paris, and then I came back to the states and kind of got some practical. Um, experience working at restaurants, mostly catering experience, uh, catering companies was okay. most of my experience. Um, I did work at a restaurant or two. Um, and then, you know, I kind of traveled around, as you know, Ohio was my mm-hmm. home base. Um, yeah. And then I got some experience working at um, some, some places down in Charleston, South Carolina. And then I went out and did the wine thing in Napa for a bit. Mm. And then I met my husband who is from New Jersey. So that's how I ended up establishing my roots here. But, um, mm. but yeah, when I moved to New Jersey, that's when I started doing the private chef side of things. Yeah. So I've kind of, awesome. yeah, so I've kind of, I've kind of seen it all. I've kind of been around a, a, a lot of different culinary experience. East coast, West coast, yeah, way exactly. East coast out in France. That is really cool. Um, you know, what amazes me is how much good food you said, Charleston, Yes. Yeah. How much good food is in Charleston? Like Amazing. it's Amazing. Oh my yeah. goodness. It's a city you wouldn't I mean, think is known for its like delicious restaurants, but there's yeah. so much good food out there. I know when people ask me like, about restaurant wrecks there, I'm like, you you pretty much can't go wrong. Like it's one place that you can go and eat just about anywhere and have a good meal. Yeah. Like it's yeah, incredible. It's, yeah, it is pretty incredible. Um I I love how you can get seafood in Charleston for like 20 25 bucks a person where like here in LA. Oh yeah. I don't know why it's so hard to get good seafood in Los Angeles, but you can find it, but it's like, you know, they want your firstborn child, like it's so expensive. Yeah, I, you know, I've never been to LA. I've been to San Francisco and like, you know, mm. a little bit northern to Napa that area, but mm. um I have in my mind like how I envision I, I envision like really good authentic like taco trucks and like yeah. like really good like Asian barbecue and like really good stuff, kind of like New York, like that you can get in yeah. New York. Yeah. No, that's pretty much dead on. Like there are amazing uh, uh, Mexican food out here and then there's amazing Korean barbecue, actually. Like there's so many good Korean barbecue places. There, there is a lot of good food in Los Angeles. It's not um, 
you know, it, it, just because it doesn't have seafood doesn't mean that it's not a good place to eat. But yeah, the seafood for some reason is hard to find. And when you do find it, it's like super expensive. Oh yeah. That's, that's crazy. So, so like during the pandemic, um, well, Mariah and I, we've been cooking pretty much 99% of all of our meals. I mean, we go out and support like, you know, some local businesses that we like and, and pick up some food every once in a blue moon. But we've been cooking so much at home and I love it. It's like the yeah. more we cook, the better we get at it. Right. And I'll tell you every time I, uh, look at your Instagram, like you've always got some like yummy thing going on. You're what, see Natalie Lewis at, uh, yep. or on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. See so, Natalie yeah, Lewis. I'll, I'll make sure to link that so people can like check out and like they can get, they can get to, uh, your YouTube page and stuff from there. But I guess talk to me about like, you know, what are some simple things that, you know, for people who are in this pandemic right now and they're not used to cooking at home, uh, what are some like really simple things that they, that you would recommend they, they try and make? You know, I think if they have a good um, pantry stocked with some staples, just basic stuff, nothing fancy, but just rice, you know, canned beans, things like that, you know, I, they can go a long way. Mm. Um, and I think even just like, um, you know, having, having things in your freezer that you can stock up on that you can pull out quickly mm. and, and thaw, um, you know, cause I know people, it's like having to go to the grocery store now is like, mm. you want to stock up as much as you can. Yeah. Um, and then have it, at, have things to pull from at home. So you're not constantly going, um, mm. But I think also just like there's, there are a lot of ways that you can add flavor to your food. Um, you know, I think something like acid, for example, like lemons mm -hmm. and limes and yeah. vinegars, you know, like have, yeah. have those always on hand and add, you know, you can take a can of beans and you can turn it into, you know, a, a black bean chili pot pie, you know, with very mm. few ingredients. You have your yeah. lime, give a little acid, have some spices in there in your cabinet. You don't really have to have much fresh ingredients unless you, you know, of course, if you have vegetables, you can add that. Um, things like cornmeal, flour, mm. obviously, like you can make a lot of stuff with cornmeal. You can make cornbread, you could make, you know, um, like a corn, like a pizza crust with the cornmeal. Like, you know, there's a lot, you could do a chili and, and add the cornmeal to that. There's a lot of um, just all the, all of those basic staples in your mm. pantry, you know, you can do a lot with. Um, obviously I think, I feel like with this pandemic, it, at least for me specifically, I baked a way more than what I typically would have. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a baker, but I, I like to do it when I don't have to do it for work. Cause I don't, I don't bake professionally. Gotcha. So it was fun for me to kind of play with that. Like, you know, my eight year old, she has a good taste. She like loves food. So we made croissants from scratch and I, I never would have done that. Cause again, like I'm not a baker and I, I don't have the time usually to yeah, just make yeah. croissants because it's a you know labor intensive process but it's it was butter and flour I mean that's all it is you know simple ingredients but something I probably would have never done had I didn't have all this time to yeah. make the dough and roll it and then put butter in it and roll it again and then let it sit for hours and then get it back out and repeat and you know and then <laughs> they were like the most amazing croissants ever I mean I lived in Paris and I have to say there were some pretty good croissants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to say like speaking of croissants, the one thing I remember, well, cause uh, Mariah and I, we were lucky enough to go to Paris for like a few days back in like 2016. And I had so many of 
like my my favorites. Like I had my favorite tartare I've ever had, my favorite oh, yeah. uh, escargot, my favorite crepes. But then like the oh, croissants, yeah. the croissants are what blew me away because it was yeah. like no matter where I went, we always would try a croissant and see if we could find like, you know, our favorite uh, croissant in Paris. Yes. But like they're all so good. Like I couldn't tell you like, oh, this restaurant had, you know, my favorite croissant in Paris. Like they all were equally awesome. I know. But, n- but none of them – you know, or I should say nothing in Ohio or in Ohio, of course, Ohio, but in the United States compares to like the croissant that we were getting in Paris. And I, I'm like, is it the butter? Is it the fact that they ferment the the dough a little longer? Like, I wonder what it is yeah. that makes their croissant so much better than what you get over here. I do definitely think butter has something to do with it. They mm. have, you know, a lot of, a lot of European, not just France, but there's a lot of good butter. They use the higher fat content and um, you know, our, sometimes our butter here, I'm like, and you know, the, just like the regular, I don't mention name brands, but just like the regular old butter you get in the grocery store, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, I mean, it'll do, but it's not the same as the good creamy French butter. Interesting. Um, so it's yeah, butter makes everything better. I always, yeah. tell, I always tell people that butter makes everything better. Regardless. Butter makes everything better. Do I, you know what I do? Uh, this is like kind of a. I don't, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but like with uh, tomato soup, which I haven't done this. I can't even tell you the last time I made tomato soup. Like the one thing I'll do is I'll take like a tablespoon of butter and just oh, drop, yes. and drop it in there. And it's like, it, yes. you know, it, it like, like changes the whole thing. It's it like really one does. little, totally. It just changes yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. For you know, sure. it's funny. I just, I, it just rem- reminded me, I don't know what made me think of this, but I, you made for me one time, when you came to New Jersey and stayed with my husband and I out mm-hmm. in Bedminster, you made us salmon burgers. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. They were right. so good. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, to make those for you. Yeah. I haven't, because Mariah, uh, my partner, she's allergic to gluten. So, like, we haven't really done salmon burgers. But, uh, man, I need to find, like, a substitute for her. She doesn't do good in general with, like, grains and yeah. Like so we kind of avoid, like, those type of fillers. But maybe we'll splurge and I'll make her some salmon burgers. You know, th- the last time I made those was with you. I can't even think of the last time I made them, like, since then. But, yeah, I totally They were agree. good. They were really yeah. good. You could That's probably awesome. use something. Bes- I, you could probably make them without the breadcrumbs. I would yeah, think. maybe, like, extra egg or, like, yeah. something to, like, bind it together. Um. Wow, that is like a huge compliment that you like my salmon burgers because I do. I, do. I really, <laughs> I really look up to your to your to your food because, like, yeah, you're just an amazing chef. Um, all right, so secret ingredients. Uh, it's funny you mentioned lemon and lime and a little acidity, or even like um, some vinegar. And it's crazy how I I will just as a test add lemon lime, just something acidic to, I don't know, the most random things, like nothing is really coming off. I can think off the top of my head, but like we're doing barbecue and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'll put a little vinegar in there like to see how the acidity does. But there are are certain things that you can add this acidic flavor to and uh, you wouldn't normally, you, it doesn't sound like it would go together. You wouldn't normally think to do it, but when you do it totally like, yeah, elevates the flavor. Same thing with butter. Um, yep, is, there, is there anything else that you can think of that people would, wouldn't normally think to add to things, but is kind of a, an ingredient that, that you use a lot? Um, you know, one of my favorite spices, you know, I, I kind of go in phases where I get really into something for a while and then I like, you know, cook the crap out of it and then I don't, you know, I get tired of it. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite spices that, ha- that I never get tired of 
mm. is smoke, smoked paprika. I don't know if you cook with that at all. Yeah, a but little bit. It's so simple. It's such a simple spice, but it's awesome on like cauliflower or any kind of really vegetable, like cauliflower, broccoli. You 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 toss it with maybe some like garlic and smoked paprika, salt and pepper, olive oil. Put it in the oven and roast it, and it is so it's so simple. It's so good because it just really gives it that like smoky flavor. You, um, yeah. I have paprika and we do add that, but I've never thought about getting the smoked paprika. I'm yeah, try the smoked paprika. It's great on like potatoes. It's delicious on any kind of like Mexican or, you know, South American kind of flair. If you want to mm-hmm. do like tacos or something, if you add, it just gives it an extra smokiness that really like takes it up to the next level. And it's such an easy, mm. again, it's like something you can just keep in your pantry and you don't have to, you know, yeah. those are always great. It'll last forever. I don't know why, but like my, brain is telling me the next time we make hamburgers to add smoked paprika to it. Oh, there you go. Sounds like really good. I will have to get some of that. Um, Before I let you go, are you you allowed to talk about the supermarket stakeout? I mean, you were on this show. I'm sure you're allowed to talk about it. But yeah, so um, tell me about your experience on uh, supermarket stakeout is a reality TV cooking show. Um, The concept was insane. It's like, hey, we're going to put you outside a store. And then as people leave the store, you're going to try and buy their groceries. And during certain rounds, you're not even allowed to look at what's in their groceries. You just have to yes. like purchase their groceries with cash. And then you have to make something based on what the uh, ingredients you purchased. And then there's like always there's like a little theme where it's, you know, they're grilling or, you know, something like that. They'll give you kind of some kind of theme to follow. But but yeah, talk about your experience with that. Yeah, so it was it was definitely an interesting concept, and um, it was way hard. You know, honestly, like the 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 shopping part, or you know, getting the groceries from the shoppers. That part was almost as difficult as the actual cooking. I don't know. Really, they, they, wow. it was pretty difficult because it was like you're standing out there for a long time. You're trying to bribe people to give it, give their groceries <laughs> away. You know, and. Um, so I, I, the first card that I got, there were like, I don't even know, like 15 bags. And I went through all of them. Mm. And in the very last bag, there was a can of sardines and the round was, it was a seafood round. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I would be so excited to see a can of sardines. But I was like, <laughs> yes, sardines. And I, and I, at that point I had like, you know, not that much time left on the clock, like 15 yeah. minutes or something. So I mm. made, you know, some, like an aioli and flatbread with the sardines and, and then judges actually liked it. I mean, they, they thought it was good. And so I, w- I lucked out. I was like, whoo, no, I was like, who would have thought sardines, you know? <laughs> yeah. I remember you getting excited about sardines. I'm like, man, it must have been, <laughs> must have been slim pickings. So, okay. Yeah. So on the, on the show, it shows you like you walk up to someone, you're kind of haggling back and forth and then you buy the groceries. So what you're saying is, is like, it, it isn't that easy. Like I'm assuming you get turned down. Yeah. So there were, they didn't show because we, you know, it was a long day of filming and they didn't show every single person that came out. It was more, you know, for time purposes, they have to kind of just focus on the ones that you, you actually walk away with. But, um, but yeah, there were a lot, there were a lot of, there were a lot of carts that came out. There were a lot of dud carts that came out, you know, like you would go through them and you'd be like, it was like, you know, diapers and a gallon of milk. I can't do anything (laughs) with that, you know? So, You know, that part was, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. And then just, I mean, just cooking in a parking lot in general, when you're in, we were literally in a parking lot cooking, you know, it's like, it's, it's tough. It's tough when you're under the, under the heat like that. 
Yeah, that is crazy. Okay, so that's that was one thing I wanted to know was like, was it paid actors or was it legit people shopping? And it sounds like it was legit people shopping. So I think it was a mixture of both. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a mixture of both. I think they had – I definitely think some people were – uh, I think, I think I, sh- I don't want to, you know, say anything. Yeah. This, is, this is my own personal opinion. I understand. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was, a, I think it was a good mix. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is that if they weren't, you know, actors, they really did a good job <laughs> of, uh, of, of acting per se. I yes. Guess. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Totally. That's a lot of people well, blew us off. That's for sure. Yeah. I could only imagine. I, uh, I, you know, just like any other reality show, it's probably a mixture of both because that's what reality shows do. It's like, yeah. you yep. know, one part scripted and, and one part natural and, you know, right. that, that's not surprising at all. Regardless, it was a, it's a very entertaining program. Like it really yeah. was, it was a good, good idea. And regardless, the cooking part of it was all 100% real. <laughs> yeah. So. Have, you been on, have you been on any other cooking shows? No, I haven't. That was my first one. Dude, I bet there's like a, there's got to be some kind of circuit that, you know, once you, once you get on these cooking reality shows, cause I know that I, I've watched, oh, I don't know. I can't like the names aren't coming to mind right now, but there are a few co- cooking shows that Mariah and I will watch and I will see repeat contestants yes. on different programs. So I hope that you're able to, to get on more cause um, yeah, you're yeah. super talented. And, uh, I heard. Yeah. I heard that that was the case that kind of once you get into the system, your name kind of gets in there and you get more opportunities to be on them. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm not really sure uh, how I feel about it right now, but maybe in the future right. <laughs> when yeah. I have time to recoup from this one. No. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. But also like I doubt that they're not doing a lot of filming right now too, because the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Thing. All right. Cool. Well, Hey, it was, uh, it was awesome catching up with you. Thanks so much for doing this. You too. Uh, Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Next time we get out to the East Coast, um, which probably won't be for a little bit because of the whole quarantine thing, but um, yeah, definitely we'll we'll make a trip down to Jersey and and hang out. I would love that. Yeah, yeah, likewise. All right, cool. Well, you take care of yourself. Thanks, Ryan. You too.